This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just talking about Star Wars all the time on the Skywalk. What's up, Move Milkers? Welcome to What's episode up? 122 of the Skywalk. We're back. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about all the Star Wars stuff that was announced last month, Jeff. Okay. And a little bit of High Republic talk hey, and now. a little bit of mail from the Move Milkers. But before we do, social meteors. This is where the good Move Milkers can find us on social media. On Apple Podcasts, search for the Skywalk. Sky as in sky. Walk as in the thing you cook in. Spelled W-O-K. Spotify, same deal. The Skywalk. Disgracebook. Facebook.com slash The Skywalk. Don't use it. Twitter at The Skywalk. Instagram. I'm talking peppers and onions. <laughs> the Skywalk. Hey, Jeffrey, tell us about Podomatic. We like to direct you to Star Wars Over and all the other social media platforms uh podcast platforms like stitcher podbean amazon google radio something radio flyer yeah i think we're radio flyer on, on radio flyer jeff we got a fail bag today jeff fail bag thank you so much to the move milkers for weighing in on some of the things that are on your mind and jeff this is what i want to say about this okay uh some some of what i see here it feels like what I'm feeling right now, which is kind of like, what is the pulse of Star Wars right now? You know, like, where are we at? Okay. Temperature check. And of course, Jeff, you know, you know that when I say this, it's because I'm feeling a little lukewarm mm-hmm. on, on what we're getting. So here's a question, Brett. Yeah. Does Star Wars need a root canal? <laughs> I, this is what I want to know. Braces? Does it need a fluoride treatment? Is that enough? Well, you know. Yeah. What, what what are we looking at here? Is it enough to just not chew anything crunchy or sticky for a couple hours? I don't know. Or do we just need to prescribe some Listerine with a water pick? Or is it complete reconstructive surgery, Jeff? Ooh, like wired shut jaw type stuff. Yeah, exactly. Sipping through a straw. Does it need to be put under? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Jeff, our first comment is from Logan. Okay. And he has a question that we're, we're actually going to defer on this one because this is one of our topics for today. Logan, we appreciate you. The first question he had is thoughts on the new High Republic books. Mm. And we're going to touch on that after we get through the fail bag. Um, out of all the new Star Wars content coming out, what are y'all looking for the most? Oh. We're also going to defer that. Like the kickoff. Really? The we, we don't have time for that one? No, no. We're going to. That's oh. one of our agenda topics, too. So oh, this okay, is what I mean. Okay. Logan read our mind of what we would be talking about today. He's like, this is what you should talk about. Even though we hadn't told anybody. But here's the one that he threw in. Uh-oh. Uh, this isn't Star Wars related. But thoughts on the Super Bowl. Were y'all rooting for anyone in particular or not care who ah. won and just enjoy watching football? Hey, now. TB12, baby. I would say yes to all of the above. <laughs> yes, rooting for someone in particular. Okay. Also not care who won and mm-hmm. also just enjoy watching football. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Jeff and I three, are, baby. Jeff and I are not happy that, you know, both of our teams, Jeff, have appeared in uh, multiple, the last four Super Bowls, I believe, uh, until this one. Really? One of us was represented at all times. <laughs> at least one of are us. You, wait, wait, are you saying we had representation? We had re- Jeff, you had representation last year. Mm. And uh, I had representation three consecutive years before that. Hey, now. 
Now, the question is, the million-dollar question, Jeff, and I encourage any move milker to go out and look up our boy Bill Burr's Talk interview and heartache. on Seth Meyers. Bill Burr mm. went on an epic rant that pretty much sums up everything I've thought about football for the last 20 years. So I encourage wow. you to go dig that out. But part of that is, Jeff, um, are, do we have representation as Patriots fans? And I say we don't, even though I was rooting for, for Brady and Gronk. So I'm happy for them. I'm sad they're not here to do these things anymore for mm. us. Does that make sense? Is that fair? Oh, hey, I, I, could, I feel the pain. Jeff, did you have a horse in that race or were you completely agnostic? Um, I'm very much a believer in rooting for your hometown team. Okay. So, you, you know, in that sense, um, e- even though I'm a transplant, like I'm still, you know, I'm from California. So I'm yep. going to root for my Cali teams yep. to the day I die. Yep. In particular, the San Francisco 49ers. For in in particular, and the Lakers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that. Those are my teams. Ah, right, Jeff, come on, don't bring me down. I could be, I could be on another planet. I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna represent. Yeah. So when I heard that this was the first time ever that Tampa Bay was gonna be playing the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay, the first time any team would host the Super ever. Bowl, right, dude, ever, man, amazing. Like, and and it's so 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 disappointing that it's happening during a pandemic. Yes. Because of all the things like, you, right. you know, and th- to me, how bad would you feel if your home, if you were the home team and you lost? Mm-hmm. Like d- that's, you know. Oof. Yeah. You it, finally get to host a game, the Super Bowl and you host a game. And then like turf. the day after, oh, that's going to be, that's it's, it's gut wrenching. Jeff, you just, you just opened my eyes to uh, an alternate universe where mm. it, do you realize if, if, a Super Bowl had been hosted here this year. Tom Brady. Oh, it would have sucked. Would have represented Tampa Bay (laughs) in Gillette Stadium in eight inches of snow, Jeff. Or actually, they got more out there because they're further off the coast. Yeah. Can you imagine? Oh my but goodness. That, dude, that, that might be the ultimate shortened for it. Dude, and that, so, that so here's here's my thing. Here's yeah, my thing. Yeah. I've been I have been in Boston mm-hmm. after a conference championship game. Where the Patriots lost. Yeah. And dude, this city just turns into an entire, it's like a funeral for 24 hours. Oh, it is. That, I think you're underselling it, Jeff. I think it, <laughs> it goes on a lot longer than 24 hours. I can tell you that. You know, here's the thing that people, I don't, I don't think people fully appreciate. Mm. They think that when you haven't won, it's harder. It's not, it's harder when you have. And it's, yeah. it's not right. No, it's harder when you expect to win. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And and the more they won, the worse it got. Plus, you know, the Patriots, it's like everybody hates them. So it actually makes us more. You know, I got to say, though, I've never I have not actually seen the hate outside of Boston. Oh, but dude, if you wear a Patriots hat in any city. So like, no, didn't you wear one in Arizona? Yeah. yeah. So what happened? My wife got harassed at the Cardinals game, dude. No way. Yeah. Yeah. By like three different people. And you and, and the Patriots weren't even playing. The Patriots oh, weren't even hilarious. playing. Oh, that's hilarious. And I hate to tell you, Jeff, but those were Niner fans, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, it's true. I went to Washington, okay. D.C. for a work conference. I had a Patriots yeah, yeah, hat yeah. on. And this, this kid in the lobby is giving me a hard time. And I ran into him like five. Dude, here's the good part. 
Actually, I'm glad we brought this up. By the, okay. by the end of like three days of seeing this kid, we were friends. Yeah, yeah. And it was fun. Oh, that's good. No, that's really. Good. It was really nice. It's like our friend Alan, who's been on the podcast before, he went up to oh. Buffalo for a Pat's Bills game a couple of years ago. Okay. A dude walked up to him, put the finger in his face, literally walked up to him, stares in his face, flips him the bird an inch from his nose. Oh, no. But then they both bust out laughing. <laughs> They both bust out laughing and they were, they were high-fiving and, and, you know. Oh, that's hilarious. So like, dude, like this is, that's how I want sports to be. And yeah, it makes yeah, me yeah. really sad that it's not, you know, because yeah, a lot of times. It's really too bad. Too many times the hate is real, you know, like <laughs> I, I don't have to like your team. You don't have to like my team, but it's okay. We don't have to hate each other. Yeah, yeah. Same for Star Wars. Very valuable lesson there for the Star Wars <laughs> Speaking fan. of which. Speaking of which. All right, let's get back into the fail bag. <laughs> I think we gave Logan more than he bargained for. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think more, more than he could bite off. Um, Rui. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Rui wants to know, if your show was in the Star Wars galaxy, what actor, know. What actor would play you? Now, I wasn't, I wasn't sure what this meant. Like, I, yeah, I'm not entirely. Like, as in an actual actor or a character in Star Wars universe? Hmm. Like, are we saying Samuel L. Jackson or Mace Windu? Like, which one is it? I'm thinking, you know, actors who haven't been in Star Wars yet that would play us in Star Wars. But I, what I like about this is apparently Rui, Rui is considering our show as canon. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's what he meant is like, if we were characters in a Star Wars movie, what actor, what known actor would play us, Jeff? Oh, okay. Okay, I'll go first. I, I, I'll give you a couple seconds to think about it. So here's the thing. It could be the, uh, the pre-Super Soldier serum Chris Evans in Captain America, the first Avenger, which I found out, I think we're the same height before he gets the, the oh, Captain really? America serum. Yeah. Okay. But seriously, so I think, and he'd, you know, he'd shave his head. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I give out a very Charlie Day energy when we talk about Star Wars. Charlie Day from, in his role in Pacific Rim specifically. Okay. He's the one who drifts with the kaiju. Oh, that guy. I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Purely from uh, somewhat the voice because he, he has a very sort of trebly voice like I do. Yep. And he, he is also very excited all the time. So who would you pick, Jeff? Who's playing Jeffrey? All right. So my initial thought. Yeah. But I'm going to have to change it. But, but my first initial thought, Mario Van Peebles. Oh, nice. I, I, you know, so... Yeah. That's what I was thinking, but but he's much older than you now, right? Because I feel like older, I feel yeah. like in his heyday, he was the age that you're at now. Dude, I'm old school. Like a lot of the actors that I like or you know identify with are like in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Here's here's a here's a person I think who was funny. Got to be funny. So you you probably haven't seen him that often. He had parts in uh, Battlestar Galactica. Um, he's also been in Smallville. In Smallville, he's the scientist. Um, he's either mixed or, um, of, um, Asian descent. Um, okay. Rihanna. Oh, dude, you're not going to believe what I did. I pulled up the battleship cast. No, no, no. no. (laughs) So so his name is, uh, um, Alessandro Giuliani. Alessandro Giuliani. I'm looking for him. I'm looking. Oh, Hey. All right. Oh, I remember him. Yeah. So right. he was in Battlestar Galacta, yeah. Galactica. Yeah. So he, he is who I, I would have play me. That's a pretty good one. So here's the thing. Yeah. Because I think I have a certain level of funny. 
I, I'm not hilarious, I, but I do. I do have moments. Jeff, you. Yeah. <laughs> I have moment moments of funny. Right. That was very so, Han Solo. <laughs> I have my moments. I have my moments. Yeah. Okay. So let's uh, let's go on. <laughs> meanwhile. Meanwhile. Segue. Let's go on to the next question from the move from the move milkers from the fail bag. This one's from Charlie, who simply okay. said, "Okay, do division." Do one division. So, so I think it's getting better. Okay. Um, I think it started from a rough place, huh. considering the audience. Mm-hmm. For for anyone who's into the comics, it was great. Yes. But I would say for anybody who's an, who is not aware of what's going on in the Marvel universe, they're like, "What the heck is this?" Okay. My, my response you, you know to that I mean? is, I disagree because I feel mm. what I would love, and, and again. All of this is predicated on the assumption that they finish well, which is kind of what you're saying too, but like- That's part of it. Assuming they take it somewhere good, mm-hmm. then I love this. Because this feels to me like the, the people with the money were like, we trust you. Yes. So if you have faith that they know what they're doing, then I feel like you can sit back and enjoy the ride. Jeff, I don't think, I don't want to spoil- Mm-hmm. What happened at the end of episode five? I've seen. Oh, yes, I've seen five. I've seen five. So that's okay. the one that you've seen. Yep. So mild spoiler mm-hmm. warning of just what type of scenario to expect. Because um, I don't like to tell people like, oh, there's a big twist because the whole time you're just waiting for the big twist. Right. So um, so if you don't want to know that, then tune out. The twist okay. at the end, the surprise at the end of episode five, yes. I have rarely ever been so elated by a piece of entertainment in my life. So you were surprised? I was shocked. I, I w- I've been expecting them to bring in that corporate acquisition, right? Yeah. So I, I, I've, I just thought they were going to do, I wasn't expecting it already. I wasn't expecting mm. it this soon. And the thing is, he, you know, there's the version of that person right. in the other thing, which- Who did uh, really well. We recently rewatched. But we had also recently rewatched the other version of that thing. Yes. Who is unbelievably funny. I I, you know, I love the fact that we're talking in code, by the talking way. Talking in code. But, but I it, forgot. It, now, I think the one from that version, though, he's way better than the one that, that was originally cast in this version. Right. I, I Yeah. And that's why, Jeff, I was over the moon. I mean, I was yelling. I was yelling. <laughs> I was yelling. I were was you? Just, so, Jeff... This got me to thinking on this failbag heavy edition of the Skywalk. <laughs> Jeff, I'm going to give you my five best surprise endings. Here we go. All right. Run all down. Run it down. And, and I said entertainment very deliberately. Well, I, I know what should be number one, but go ahead. Okay. I think we're both going to nail it, Jeff. On let, let, Let's both say it at the same time on three, two, one. Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> right. Okay, good. We just said it differently. You know, this is perfect. Yeah. perfect. Because okay. we're, we're, we're great, but different. So hands down, Empire Strikes Back is number one. For, now for me, Jeff, this is my personal okay. list. Okay. okay. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Number, number two. I can, I can tell you're coming from a deep place. Here. Number two, Jeff. All right. Super Bowl 49, Malcolm Butler on the goal line. Hey, now. 
I mean, pure elation. Oh, I, I thought you I thought you were keeping it to Star Wars, but go ahead. No, well, this is why I said entertainment, Jeff, right? All right, just entertainment. So, and I know I know that it's right. different for you. Like you, oh, you have yeah, to be a Patriots abso- fan to feel what just we now felt. it's absolutely different. But go and, ahead. And don't forget. But you know what? I'll I'll agree that it's a similar moment for me. Dude, John Taylor, Niners against the Cincinnati Bengals. The, wow. Are you, are you talking about the goal line stand? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because uh, I was going to say that. Like, that's your equivalent, right? Now, the only <laughs> difference, though, Jeff, is that the Patriots had this. They had gone 10 years since winning a Super Bowl, and they had Spygate and all this stuff happen in between. Right, right, right. Then you had already, going into that game, the Deflategate crap. So it was like... The, the the idea of losing again was so painful and yeah. so definite at that point that the reversal was from a gut level as a Patriots fan. I, I, Jeff, I couldn't believe it. And I, I think I almost passed out. I was just running around the house screaming. And See, now for me, it was it was the Niners had won the year before. Right. But the idea of going back to back was yes. just like. It seemed impossible to me, man. Like, right. in the, yes, I'd heard of the Steelers and, you right. know, the, the other franchises, but. But you're like, you know, my Niners don't do steroids, so it's even right. harder. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I just didn't, I didn't think it was in the cards. Jerry, I love Jerry Rice, but John Taylor was the man. Dude, I had a know, Jerry Rice I, jersey I and Ronnie Lott was my favorite player. Yeah, yeah. And so like, so when I say earlier, Jeff, that I've been a football fan to Logan's <laughs> question again, like, yeah. dude, we had, we had NFL wallpaper. I love looking at every team's helmet on my wall. Hey, Every now. night when I went to bed, man. Wow. Fandom, baby. It's a good thing. It can yeah. be. We All can right. be fanatics. Jeff, number three. All right, number three. Uh, well, th- this one's not going to mean a lot to you, Jeff. It's going to mean a lot to our friend Megan, though. Um, and some of our other listeners. Wait, wait, Meganator? Some of our other listeners. Meganator, who will be okay. back on the Skywalk. All right, all uh, but we, Shout we'll, out. We'll, we'll just tease it at that. Right. Uh, <laughs> but my good friend Gabe, who has recently started a podcast with another good friend, Artie, called Song, S-O-N-G, like an abbreviation, like Mask, you know, like Mask okay, from the right. 80s, the cartoon. Yeah, 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 anyway, yeah. there's a concert we went to yeah. where basically the, the lead guy had gone solo from his old band that was that is my favorite of all time, Pavement. The lead singer does a concert that me and Gabe went to two years ago. And before the show, we literally were like, you know, he's never going to do any of the pavement songs, you know, like he's doing his own thing now. He's putting some distance, you know, like Tom Brady going to Tampa. He's just like, look, I'm on my own now. Right. So and but but we agreed that this one song would just be a dream come true. Okay. so the concert ends. They leave the stage. We're hanging out because there's always an encore. Right. (laughs) They come back five minutes later. And we hear the opening chords Uh of the song that we both said that was both of our favorite song from that band of all time. And like, I can't, I think because it's music, nothing has the exhilaration of live music. You know what I mean? So was it, was it an even bigger moment because Gabe was there? Yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, the fact that we had agreed on, okay, like he's never going to do this, but if he did, which I guess Jeff is this the way a lot of people felt about Luke Skywalker showing up on The Mandalorian? That's what I'm saying, man. That's exactly what happened. But that's yeah. not in my top five, Jeff. Oh, um, d- d- that's not my top five either. My fifth is a two-way okay. tie. Four and five All right. are yeah. the one we just talked about. What, really? From WandaVision. Yeah. All right. That got me that, that juiced because I just love that guy to death. Mm. And the other, the tie with that, Jeff, is The Mandalorian Chapter One. The, the end of chapter one? The very first, yes, the end of chapter one. 
Okay. Because okay. it was already very, very solid, right? Like we've yeah, talked yeah. about that. And and the IG-88 thing, like this this episode just crescendoed. It kept getting better right. as it went along. <laughs> it just kept getting better I mean, as, IG-11. The, as the moments moved. Yeah, yeah, IG-11 coming out and being just incredible. And I'm just like, this is good enough for sure. This is, this is awesome. But seeing a baby form of a, of a Yoda species was just like, what an incredible cliffhanger. And I mean, would you, when you think about it, it really is one of the all-time greats. I mean, no one on earth, and part of it is the Nobody fact that Nobody expected they, it. No, and they managed to keep it a secret somehow. It was a true surprise. It yeah. was a true surprise to everyone. Yeah. So that's my five, Jeff. All right. We got one more fail bag submission, and this one's from our pal Sam Fraulino, who also has a podcast called Cup Cloud. Um, and you can find him on Facebook. Hey, now, Cup, I like I like the name Cup Cloud. Cup Cloud, yeah, it's good. That's I listened good. to the first couple That's pretty episodes. Good. Yeah, I love it. He's a super nice guy. He's the guy that I met in Arizona. Uh, we we formed a, a friendship over Boba Fett, but I won't get back okay. into that again. The uh, the question. You're good. What is your favorite designed ship? Oh, that's easy for me. Okay, what is it? The Ewing. The Ewing from Rogue One. I love it, man. Oh, it's, that's it, great, dude. That that ship is awesome. Like, not only it, it's a cargo ship, um, it, it, it can go really fast. Yep. It has, you know, it has stealth capability. Like, it's, it's just got, and it looks really cool. And it has two different modes. Like, I love that. Yeah, that's also really that. good. It evokes the snow speeder and an X-Wing. It together. At the same time. Which, yeah, is, which is like, what? Jeff, your answer. And, so- and then, do you, do you know what my favorite scene with the Ewing is, though? Uh, it's not even. It's not even with uh, Cassian. It's it's Bastan's Ewing. When they do the, um, it's like it's almost like a drive by. He's the monkey. And they've got the machine and they've yeah. got the machine gun yep. going. Going. Yep. I'm like, what? Like, because I, I did not expect they could even do that. Mm-hmm. And the fact, if you listen, I mean, those are legit monkey sounds coming out of that dude, <laughs> right? which right? is fantastic. No, Jeff, that's one of those perfect Star Wars moments because. Yeah. You would think like you don't just throw a monkey sound in Star Wars, but it's like, no, we can. There's a time to do it, man. <laughs> There's a time and a place. And it's perfect. Oh, man. Yeah. Jeff, that was a surprise answer. Like that almost made my top five surprises list, Jeff. <laughs> um, for me, it's also fairly easy, although I've almost yeah. I've kind of gone back and forth on my number one. But my number okay. one, I would say of all time is the B-Wing. All right. Uh, interestingly, Jeff, the B-Wing, I, I know I'm not alone in that because... Hmm. Every Star Wars movie of the Disney era has some sort of B-Wing influenced ship. And even the animated shows have things true. that this are influenced true. by the design of the B-Wing. So in yeah. Force Awakens, the Leia's shuttle is mm-hmm. a modified B-Wing. Okay. Um, the Last Jedi, the bombers are loosely based, you know, they're in- inspired by the B-Wing and of course some like World War II ships. Mm-hmm. Even Rebels had the amazing prototype B-Wing, the cherry red, designed by Quarry, the Mon Calamari shipbuilder. Anyway, Jeff, that's my favorite. Also, though, the Naboo Starfighter, the yellow Naboo Starfighter. Yeah, see, that's what I thought you were going to say. From Phantom Menace. Oh, I just love it so okay, much. Okay, so you have, to, you have to pick one, though, Brad. Come on. Oh, really? Yeah. If you ask me on a different day, I might give you a different answer. But what I'm going to say, I'm going to go with the B-Wing. Okay. Because what the Naboo Starfighter doesn't have. Ooh is iconic music to accompany its introduction. Okay, okay, like, good point, good point. Like the battle at the end of Return like of the it. Jedi. Anyway, 
Thanks for this question, Sam. That was great. That really got now, me thinking. Now, I, I mean, I will say this, though. Number two on my list will always be the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. You know, I think we're just taking it for granted. Dude, it's the fastest hunk of junk in the galaxy, man. Jeff, the Millennium Falcon is the Bill Belichick of the Star Wars universe. That's, that's you, the right, <laughs> right. Because, like, he never wins coach of the year. But everybody knows he's the best coach. If, if Bill Belichick <laughs> is the Millennium Falcon, then you're saying Han Solo is Tom Brady. Uh, yeah. Right. Because when you ask people, who's your favorite character, people yeah. almost don't say Han Solo anymore. So which me, which automatically means that Chewie is Gronk. Uh, yeah. Like automatically. <laughs> the, the problem is I can't I can't apply Bill Belichick to, to the Millennium Falcon. I'm, I'm sorry too, to do he's that. He's got he's got way too much empire in him. But, so, when you, but Jeff, when you look you know at him. Yeah. But Jeff, think about what the first thing Luke said when he saw the Millennium Falcon. When you see Bill Belichick wearing a shredded hoodie. Yeah. Like that literally looks like it got stuck in his dishwasher. Right. True, and then true. how can you not think of what Luke said about the Falcon the first time he saw it? What a piece of junk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know Jeff, Jeff, believe me. I, don't, I think a lot of people would, would take issue with me comparing the most beloved ship in all of star Wars to Bill Belichick. Oh yeah. <laughs> that only works in the new England area, Jeff. <laughs> all right, Jeff. Uh, thank you all. You move milkers for the fail. Thank bag. you. Move milkers. You, you know what? You really made our show today. We you really did. It. Uh, very, very late, later than usual, YTD Uh-oh. watch. YTD! Oh, you snuck, you sneaking that in there, huh? I'm sneaking this one in here to make okay. it easier for us to, to talk about our next topic. Who but, looks uh, a lot like Alessandro, by the way. Yeah, that's actually a good point, right? Like a slimmer, taller, slimmer version of that guy, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very handsome. I, I've told you before, if I could look like Taika, you know, what do I got to do? What are you um, doing? He's currently filming Thor Love and Thunder. It's underway, Jeff. The better news <laughs> is... Okay. Officially, Taika's Star Wars is still on. Okay. So, so our next topic is going to be all of the announcements that happened about a month ago. Or, or is it two months now, Jeff? I don't know. It's COVID time. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. uh, all these TV shows and movies. Uh, it was confirmed that Taika is still working on his movie. And they gave even more of an impression. I don't remember the exact words, but like it's going to be heartfelt and funny and crazy and whatever. So like that's what we expect. At this point, Brett, do you feel that timing is important for this movie? Well, here's the thing. A Taika movie, it's never the wrong time for a Taika movie. Because, you know, could there have been a wrong time for Galaxy, you know, Guardians Guardians of of the Galaxy to come out? Here's the thing, Jeff. It came at a perfect time because they needed a shot in the arm. You know, like like they needed something different. Okay, okay, I got you there. You can't just keep going with right, like the you know the yeah. action thriller. They did a whole nother genre almost. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Sci-fi and comedy in one. They all have a little comedy, but not like that. Yeah. I mean, well, here's the thing, Jeff. Don't forget, Taika didn't make Guardians of the Galaxy, but he did make he did make Thor Ragnarok, and they're similar in spirit, right? Yeah, same. That's Same what it vein. needed, right? So Same it injected yeah, yeah. a little kind of new life into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Dude, I mean, Thor Ragnarok was awesome. Like, I can watch that right now. So there you go. There's no wrong time for that. But like, especially after Thor The Dark World, they needed like a totally different direction. Yep. Yeah. So, and that's why, Jeff, I think it would have been so good for the Star Wars franchise if Taika's movie came out sooner. Mm. Because apparently it's not the next one out the gate. Now that's that's worrisome. Yeah. So, but we'll get to that, Jeff. So anyway, let's get to it then. The announcements. Uh, all of these new Star Wars projects that were announced by Kathleen Kennedy and company. Mm. 
Um, Jeff, which of, and we're not going to list them all here. Everybody, you know, Jeff, a month and a half has gone by. Anyone listening to this it's, show? It's been too long. You should know. <laughs> you should know what's coming. Um, but what would you say? Is there something that really stands out to you as the thing you're most excited about? Is it what we just talked about? Is it Taika's movie? All right. Well, there's two levels. There's, okay. there's the content I'm secretly looking forward to, which ah. is the which is the Obi-Wan series, which, okay. you know, probably is never going to get off the ground. Yeah, it is, Jeff. Then, it is. You got to believe. Uh, you know. <laughs> it's, 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 think happy thoughts, Jeff. You can fly. You can fly. That That's the one that purposely makes me not think happy thoughts. Right. <laughs> like, I've even heard rumors that they're bringing back Anakin for this. Like, like I don't even know what's going on. Jeff, now you're going to dig into the answer to my next question on that one. <laughs> okay. So, 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 well, the, the, that's the, I said two levels. This The second one is I'm really looking forward to the Ahsoka series. I feel like Dave Filoni did that introduction for Ahsoka so well. And I think that Rosario Dawson is just such a perfect fit yeah. for Ahsoka mm-hmm. that they need to do that show. Yeah, I'm I'm looking more forward to TV than I am to movies. That, that's, that's basically what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean... If they get the TV right, man, dude, it is gravy. So I guess the one that had me really excited is the acolyte. Do you, did you do you know this? I heard about that, but that again, I feel like it's too good to be true. Yeah, because these are these are filmmakers who are way out on the edge. Jeff, yeah. they're in the outer rim as far as Disney is concerned, <laughs> you know right? What I'm like, saying? Yeah. so it could be really interesting and creative. And it's the only thing so far, mm. um, live action or animated. It's the only thing that's been announced for the High Republic era. Yeah. So it's it's supposed to take place at the, toward the end of the High Republic era, which is fascinating to me. So that one has me excited because mainly because I have no idea what it'll be, but also Lando. Ooh. And and all I, they show. Okay. See, I can't even I can't even say that. Right. I can't even say that word because right. you don't believe it. Because it's too it's just too much for me. It's I, too good to be true. I can't until I actually see the press release mm-hmm. that says. <laughs> The, these number of episodes have been commissioned right. by Disney. Yep. I'm not, I'm not, I can't get on that train. So I think it's assumed that Donald Glover would be Lando. Exactly. And, and that's, that's my other problem. What if it's not him? If it's not him, forget it. If it's not him, forget it. Okay. All right. But I, I, don't, I don't think they would do it without him, Jeff. I really don't. I really Really? Don't. Yeah. Really? Really. Truly. Like Come even Disney, even you Disney know, knows. You know Disney can disappoint. Sometimes the D stands for disappointment. Jeff, do you know what the rumor is on this? The rumor <laughs> is that okay. is that Billy D would be involved as well. Like Shut you, up. you could have no. I'm I'm serious. Shut I've heard this, the front door. I've heard this multiple times. It doesn't mean it'll happen, but that okay. it would be a, maybe a sort of thing where it starts off with old Billy mm. D telling a story, and then you go back to his youth, and it's Donald Glover. Gather round, kids. Would that be great though? I mean, again, if done well. Now here's a little story I like to tell. I love your version of beatboxing, right? Yeah, that was a little different version, Jeff. That was that was good. I didn't drop the real beatbox on you. I could have if I wanted to. That that was that was the Kleenex box. So um I mean actually over overall, I guess my the Taika thing would be my most exciting. Um and better chances of happening than probably anything else we mentioned. I mean, the Ahsoka thing is happening. I think we have to put these things on a scale of will they happen. Yeah. Oh, we should do a graph where it's like likelihood to be made and excitement level about the concept. 
Brett, I think you mentioned something that is really awesome that needs to go on our website. I agree. Okay. All right. We'll work on that, Jeff. I don't know how graphs work, but maybe you can help me with that later. <laughs> Jeff, which, of the, which, if any, of the new TV or movie announcements has you the least excited or, or maybe even concerned okay. of like, this is a huge mistake? I'm initially skeptical of the Cassian Andor series. Oh, okay. So I hope they don't mess that up. I think it's being filmed now. So I, I on our graph of most likely to actually happen, that's at the top because... Well, it has an official trailer, but I still haven't seen any. So the official trailer isn't really... It's like a behind the scenes almost. Right. There's no so real it's not footage. really a trailer. Yeah. So I still haven't seen actual footage. But Jeff, there's a lot of concept art. Okay. They showed the sets. And, and things like that. So it's actually, mm-hmm. it is being made. So I have, I'm 99%, you know, I feel like the Seahawks fans must have felt, Jeff, when they were on the goal line, knowing yeah. that Marshawn Lynch was there. Doesn't mean they're going to punch it in. Exactly. Doesn't mean that they're going to actually give the ball to Marshawn. But everything's there, Jeff. <laughs> they built the set. The actors all are I'm filming. Saying, Brett, Brett, all I'm saying yeah. is there's a big difference between in production yeah. and being released. Jeff, maybe Malcolm Butler is the coronavirus. <laughs> um, oh, man. I, so, no, Castian, I'm very excited about it because the concept art looked pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the fact that they said, I don't know if you remember, but they said how that felt like making a movie. Mm. And so that got me stoked that they're not taking like, this is TV, so it can be cheap. And they're not, they're not taking shortcuts. No shortcuts, right? So I found that exciting. What I'm most concerned about, and you touched on this, and I don't think you know how bad the situation is, Jeff, but skepticism about Obi-Wan even being made, but what they confirmed that they're attempting to do, that they say they're going to do, mm. they confirmed that they're bringing Hayden Christensen back. And what's worse, and I'm saying worse, now some people might think this is wonderful, they actually said they are going to face off again. What? What? Yes. Dude. What? Dude. Like, so when I first heard this, mm. I thought, uh, I thought, nice. well, maybe they'll show flashbacks and, and Obi-Wan will be pondering, you know, because we know he's doing nothing in the desert. So he's like thinking, you know, I'm just kidding. I'm saying that to rile people up. They get mad when you suggest that Obi-Wan has nothing to do in the desert <laughs> except babysit from, from five from kilometers afar. away. You know what? That's what you call remote babysitting. Remote. <laughs> COVID babysitting, Jeff. Socially distanced babysitting. <laughs> um, you know, I'm thinking he's going to flash back and think, maybe he's think, feeling regret. Like, where did I go wrong with Anakin? Things were going well. We were like brothers and blah, blah, blah. But no, they are bringing them back to fight again. And I think that's a huge mistake. I do. I just think. I don't know, man. That's that's interesting. That's when you take something absolutely legendary and then you start killing what you love. And Jeff, this this is the thing that I think is the danger in all of this. Right. Which is obvious. Everybody thinks like, well, even dude, my wife, who, you know, she's a casual Star Wars fan, but she's like, what are they trying to do? Like, they're going to ruin. Like she said these words, they're going to ruin Star Wars. And I and I I have faith in some parts of what they're doing. But the overall quantity that they're trying to throw out there and and then to go back i mean jeff do we need to know about every time obi-wan brushed his teeth between you know revenge of the sith and a new hope like some things are best left to the imagination man so man like i don't know and and now granted i i'm i may sound negative but i'm hoping for the best i hope they do an awesome job and i hope that i'm wrong about all of this but Mm I, I am definitely as concerned as you are. Now, Jeff, what does, this is our last question on this. All right. 
what does Star Wars need to give it a shot in the arm? Is it is it as simple as Taika Waititi? Now, okay, not just Taika Waititi, but I, I hearken back, Brett, to what I mentioned. Like when we initially started this podcast, I think it was like episode three or four. Mm-hmm. But I was like, dude, they need to take Star Wars into a new direction. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for a new story, period. Like nothing that is connected to nothing. I don't want something that's connected to the Skywalker saga mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. I don't want anything even remotely related to anything we've already seen. I want them to start in a new place yep. in the Star Wars universe. Yep. Like, why can't they just start something that is not connected at all? Jeff, it's called Star Wars The High Republic. <laughs> and it's only in book form. No, yeah. I, I, I'm partially serious about so, that. So then, so, but then that's what I mean. Fine. It's yeah. like, let it be The High Republic. And flesh it out and don't don't connect it to anything. Just Jeff, just let it be by itself. Can I can I go on a slight slight detour tangent real quick about that? I, I have a theory. Uh, my my prediction. Okay. If, if Ryan Johnson's trilogy ever happens, hmm. it should be a High Republic trilogy. Now th- see, that's what I would have been on board with. And I knew you would like that because that's I what I would have been on board with. Informed uh, by op- opinions like yours of, you know, you don't have to worry about him doing something you don't like yeah. to a character that you know and love. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, I mean, Ryan Johnson is, he is more in tune. You know, picture the writers of the High Republic. Jeff, they geek out. I mean, this is a table full of fellow nerds. Ryan Johnson did Knives Out, man. Yeah. But so, he, like, it's not, like, this dude is a great, great director. I have never said... Yeah, that he's a terrible. Dude. No, I agree. I know. I, think I know you haven't. He was not given a clean slate, and he should have been. If you give him a brand new slate, dude, mm-hmm. can you imagine? It's like it's almost like when I saw The Dark Knight for the first time. Ooh. Okay, when I saw The Dark Knight for the first time, I was like, "Oh wow, this is like the Batman that we have never gotten mm-hmm. that I wish we would have gotten." Next level Batman, Jeff. That's what it was, yeah. and that's what I think. That's what Star yeah. Wars needs. It needs a new shot. Like, how cool would it be if you had an entire generation who said the only thing they know about Star Wars is the High Republic? It'd be great. It'd be great. By the way, Jeff, it does have like a 1% connection because Yoda's in it, even though he's like... I mean, you know. But but it, mostly right. Mostly clean slate. Yeah. Jeff, let me tell you what I thought about High Republic very briefly, but just because we said we were going to do this. I read the first book, now, Light of the Jedi. Does this mean Yodel's in it? What about Yodel? Yaddle? Yaddle? Uh, Yaddle is not. Yariel Poof is, is another member of the Jedi Council. Uh, okay. That is that is in it. Uh, from wait, wait, I, wait. Are you trying to tell me that Yoda had more than one? Uh, I don't know, baby about mama. That. We haven't confirmed that whole. <laughs> but come on, I think we know what went down there. We know what went down, Grogu. Uh, Jeff, the Light of the Jedi is the first book. I have read it to completion. I liked okay. it a lot. It right. did well. What you pointed out in the last episode that the Attack of the Clones did not do well. Which is they, they sort of they try to bring a bunch of Jedi on screen, but they kind of diluted them a little bit. They kind yeah. of cheapened them, right? They did. And what this book does is gives you tens or hundreds of Jedi, but fleshes them out, makes them feel a little more grounded and real, and explores their individual abilities and personalities. And that part of it is really good. The premise is okay, but what mm-hmm. I find is we're not talking about a mythological master like Akira Kurosawa or George Lucas. Okay, so it's not that. They're writers, right? So when you can't do mythological, you do technological. 
So there's a lot of sort of like techie things in the book that make a little bit of it feel more like Star Trek than Star Wars. Interesting. But again, okay. I'm not complaining. I think it was really good. I mean, there's a lot of like hyperspace tinkering, which to me always feels more JJ than George. Okay. But the story's pretty good. Um, I will say, as we've discussed as well, the Jedi are more impressive when they're fighting impressive foes. The the foes in this first book did not blow me away. They're okay, I guess. The sort mm. of lead enemy is pretty cool. And I think that, you know, it, this is Star Wars in book form. And Star Wars is such a visual medium that I really would love to see what this dude would look like in live action. I have a question for you. Yeah. The villain, you said that you're saying that there is a villain in, in the book one. There's one sort of top dog villain. Yeah. However... In Star Wars, normally, there's always a villain behind the villain. Do you think that might be the case here? It's possible. You know, in the first, in A New Hope, we didn't really know. Nobody had any idea about the Emperor. Right. So I think that's where, I don't want to spoil anything. I think that's possible. So anyway, would I recommend it? Absolutely. Uh, I started the second book, which is called, you know, I thought I knew the title, and I did. I was just second guessing myself because it sounds so much like the second Star Trek movie by J.J. It's called Into the Dark. Name aside, so far it's really good. I'm only about 100 pages in, but that's cool. And I've also read all of the comics that have been released so far, and those were very good too. And Jeff, I think for the reason that you said, it is completely detached from the Skywalkers, Darth Vader, Palpatine, no mention of any of that. So you do get mention of species that you know and love. You get mm-hmm. mention of planets that you know and love. But you also get mention of a lot of stuff that you never heard of before. And, that, and you know, this is what I've been craving, just like, just like you talked about, you know. And so I think this is hitting the spot for me right now. Yeah. Like, t- to me, it, it's almost like the Bourne Identity. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the reasons that movie hit it off so well is because it wasn't James Bond. Yeah. Jeff, and I think this is what left me so cold at once the Mandalorian ended was that it did tie back to the Skywalkers. And I think what we it, it, it kind of gave us a glimpse of what you're talking about. Star Wars growing up next level Star Wars, mm. but then kind of fell back down to Earth a little bit. Jeff, maybe our next episode will be Dark Empire <gasps> issue number five. And we've been taking a long time to get back to it, but we, we are pretty sure. That we'll be diving back in soon. If it's one thing I miss, Brett, it's your character voices while reading <laughs> Dark Empire. Jeff, I'll try to work some of those in. Do it. Well, this is Jeff. This is Brett. We're just talking about Star Wars all the time on the Skywalk. <laughs>